Welcome to Pure Connect Podcast with Dr. Gesham Sikala, a celebrity mentor and prince. He is a businessman, humanitarian, author, speaker, television host, media personality, pastor to the stars, and global goodwill ambassador. Here, Dr. Gesham will help you understand true success and prosperity, maximize your true potential, experience God's presence, deepen your relationship with God, and learn to walk with God. Now, here is Dr. Geshom. You see, the enemy wants always to undo what God has already declared over your life. Uh, if there's my goal here, greater than my message, greater than anything, is the touch from the Lord, is the touch of the Holy Spirit. And I'm so happy to be here in my friend's church, uh, Apostle uh, Christopher Spells and his beautiful wife. Uh, you know... There are very few people I can connect on that level of spiritual intellectual or communication, spiritual communication. Oh, we have a lot of mediocrity of thinking in the body of Christ. And, and it's not their, their fault. It's because, it's because they have lacked revelation and the right teaching. And, and what I'm going to teach today, I'm going to teach about having a secure soul from, from my, my book here. And, and I'm going to talk about your thought process and your spiritual process and how it affects your body and affects everything. And, and, and I want you to understand that you have a, one of the amazing apostles, Apostle Christopher Spells, not because he's my friend, but he's the only man that when I talk to him, we can spend an hour on the phone. The less I, own, I know we are live, but it's not your fault. The less I only talk to them for one minute, I don't want to talk for the second minute. There are other people I just say, like, what do you want? Okay, I just want to know what you need. Okay, get what you want. Okay, bye-bye. But not with him. Like, oh, I want to hear more. He just begins to download. Okay, I want to hear more. I wanna, we want to talk. <laughs> just begin to download. It, it's, it's because, you know, his depths for the Lord and his, his mindset has shifted to the mind of Christ. And that's what he carries. So you are very blessed to have such a leader like that. And, I, and I'm saying this with a lot of experience. I ministered so many places and so many churches. Uh, just in California, a couple of thousands of churches that I've ministered to. And, and then, uh, then I've been maybe to 20 to 30 states. I've ministered in each one of them. So my words are not just simple. And I'm really careful, especially it's being tipped. Um, so... Having a secure soul, it's a very important, especially today's world where, do you know that during the Vietnam War, what, what controlled the world was a radio? People did not know what was going on in Vietnam War except what was on the radio. The one that had, had power on the radio had, had the power over the people. It controlled the mind of people, what the information they needed. And uh, now, the radio is still there, but it's not as effective as it used to be. What is effective now is social media. It's Google, and it's what is there. Uh, it's movies, it's TV. That's why uh, I'm so blessed that God has placed us in Hollywood, that uh, yesterday I was speaking to the director of HBO, he's one of the, uh, our members of the church, um, 
for the West Coast, the whole entire West Coast for the programming. So once in a while, she consults with me which programs should we, we pray against and which programs we should pray for. Uh, you know, it's just a, because if you control what people are watching, you control their thinking and their mind. The, the word media comes from the word medium. So you, you, have to f you have to understand media is about capturing your soul. And what is your soul? Your soul is made out of your will. Your will is an information center where you make decisions. Then it controls your emotions. Then it controls your feelings. Then it makes you to become... Some of you are dressed the way you're dressed. You must have watched some of my friends on a TV or in a movie. And you say, oh, I like that. Then you go and buy it. You know, media is controlling everything. Uh, what becomes a, a culture today or a lifestyle, it's, it's what is consistently watched on TV. There are certain behavior and the lifestyle that is so common today, but before it wasn't, but the TV and movies has made it common, and they, now it's acceptable. That's the power of the media. Now, you must understand the media means a medium. And you have heard of the mediums? It comes from the word mediator that speaks on the behalf of someone. So a media speaks on behalf of someone. So, so you, find that, you find that the Bible talks about the power of the air. The power of the air has to do with television. Now, television is supposed to be telling the vision of heaven on earth. <laughs> but, but, but now the enemy uses that to capture your soul. Your soul is captured by media, and media makes you think like they want you to think. So you find that the word of God does not have so much authority in the hearts of men because they are just filled with what they watch and what they read and what they see. That's why today we don't have many Many true men of God, like uh, uh, Apostle Christopher Spells, we, we have people that are just entertainers because, because you can entertain people and still fill up the place. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you I am in that world. I go in places where there's no God, but it's filled up, packed up. But does it mean God is there? No, he's not there. They just know how to advertise and they know how to play with your feelings and they know how to play with your mind and they will invite you and they capture you. So, so the media, the enemy's target, why it targets the media is to try to capture your soul. That's a, that's a all soul purpose is to try and capture your soul, to change your mindset. If you're a person that is always negative about Jesus... The media is telling you about Jesus. I mean, I mean, there is a movie about Jesus used to smoke weed. I won't tell you what it is because you're going to go and look at it for it and watch. <laughs> so I won't tell you the title. One of my friends who is a Marvel agent for the Marvel movies, he sent me that, that movie script, uh, a movie, and he said, what do you think about this movie that Jesus was so high even Moses was so high, that's why he was able to experience all those imagination of the fire and all that. Then I said, I've never seen. And there's a movie for that. They, they sent me the link. And I was not, 
I was not receiving that link from an ordinary person. I was receiving the link from these people that manage the Marvel movies. You know, if you look at the Marvel movies, it's it, it, these movies like Spider-Man and others that, that really capture children and everyone. These are big franchises of movies that we all look forward when there is a, another movie coming out, we want to go and watch it. But the person who is an agent for that, who makes it up, actually is a manager, he sends it to me to tell me what I think that Jesus was smoking weed. And 90% and of our black people, even just everyone, they think Jesus was a weed smoker and they keep smoking weed. I'm not speaking against weed here. I know it's legalized everywhere, but I'm just giving you an example. I would as well speak against McDonald because McDonald, we all eat, but we know the food may not be so good for your body. You know, that's what I just mean. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying about what, what we feed ourselves with. So you must understand that when you're constantly thinking negative about Jesus, you never know who Jesus is. And if you negatively think about your pastor, you will never tap into his grace. If you're constantly speaking against his, the, the first lady of, his, of this house, you will never tap into her grace. You will just think she's just an ordinary woman or he's just an ordinary. No, they're not ordinary. They're extraordinary. That's why God pressed them here. Do not join the world that's trying to, to disgrace pastors. These are men of God that God has pressed, has placed in your life to bring a turnaround, to release you into your own destiny. And the devil knows that because the devil wants to be the only medium, a spokesman. He doesn't want men of God to be a spokesman of God. So you must understand that's why that's why the psychic and medium, they have so much money today because they are speaking on behalf of spirits. The mediums are speaking on behalf of spirits. Do you know that we are also a medium who speak on behalf of heaven? We can tell you what your future is and where, what's going to happen. But what the enemy is doing is to, to make your soul dysfunctional by using the past or somebody's mistakes and things that have happened in the church or somebody's house. So you have this misinformation of who God is that, that it takes away your faith. It, it doesn't actually take away your faith. It weakens your faith because faith comes by healing and hearing the word of God. And when your faith is weak, you cannot win the world. The Bible says you have overcome the world by faith. So the enemy wants your faith to be weak. And faith comes by healing and healing the word of God. Now, you, now, now I want you to go deeper than that. I have scriptures, but I don't want to give you too many of them. You have a great preacher in the house. I do follow him and listen to his preaching. So you, you have the word of God already in you. And I'm, I'm going to just take this time to consult to, to, to make it short but sweet at the same time, uh, you get what God wants to speak to you personally. So you must understand that the enemy is, the enemy is not after your money. It's not even after your job. It's after your soul. 
Your soul is the most valuable thing that the enemy is after. What do you think media is well promoted is to try to capture your soul. And your soul, if your soul is being captured and it has wrong information, then you have a wrong faith and wrong belief system. When you have a wrong belief system, you cannot have the right results. Wrong prayer brings wrong results. Right prayer brings right results. You know, I was talking to one pastor who is a great teacher of the word of God, but very dry. I won't say who he is. He was telling me that you walked in the service, I felt like electric power of God. And you preached the same word like I preached, but yours brought healing and deliverance. I said, what's your secret? I told him, I've become one with those words. I believe it. I said, I believe it. You rehearse it. You practice it. It's good. It's a good skill. But for me, I am one of those words. I believe is the word of God. There is no other greater word than that word. That word is one with me. I'm not distant from the word. I'm one with the word. For you, you are distant with the word. I said, that's the difference. Then I just also said, in your language, you actually speak against the word of God. If you can change your confession, Christian living is a confession living. It's what you confess. I said, your, your, your preaching is great, but your confession is wrong. Thank God for your preaching. It blessed me. But I want to see what you talk after you're off the pulpit. That's where the real preaching starts. I was in Mozambique years ago. There was about 8,000 people in one of my friends' church. And it started, when it starts to rain in Mozambique, the bishop will tell you. The water is, will be up to here. It will start flooding. And the pastor came rushing in the flood. He said, we better send people away. Because I can see it's about to rain. Then I said, do we have another time that I can come and preach? He said, no, it was advertised. And tomorrow it says there's no service. So, but there's 8,000 people. Then I said to him, if I be the man of God, we'll see what it's going to obey. Either I obey the rain or the rain obeys me. Then I said, with due respect, Pastor, your people are not going anywhere. I came too far to, to obey the land. I'm not an informational speaker. I am a living man of God, functioning with heaven, working with angels. The moon listens to me. The sun listens to me. The, the earth listens to me. Every living creature listens to me. Because I am the son of a living God. Do you hear me? And when, when I started preaching about the glory of God. What happened Bishop Mlenga and Apostle Spell. This is what happened. Where, we, where I was preaching it was dry. If you just walk one, one block 
just one, one street over, it was flooding. It was such a miracle thing I've never seen. So we were coming out of the church dry, but when we drive in the next street, the water was right here. And the pastor looked at me and said, I've never seen, I feel like Elijah is resurrected from the dead. This is what he said. I said, the one that is greater than Elijah is here. It's the Holy Ghost and is living inside you. Then I said, I thank God for Elijah, but I won't eat the testimony of Elijah. I need my own testimony that can feed me today. I thank God for the testimonies of David, but I won't eat those testimonies. I need my own. I thank God for the past glory. I need a new glory. I need a new breakthrough. I need God to touch me now. Every week I see miracles. Thank God. It's the past. Today, we will trust God for the supernatural, miraculous breakthrough. Dr. Gaysham will continue with that word in a moment. Kindly note that you can continue to discover God's powerful truth and much more in Dr. Gesham's other resources, which include his new books, Delete the Offense and Healing Your Own Soul, a book that will bring wholeness to your being. You can get these copies on Amazon or go to www.geshamsikala.org. Now, let's get back to Dr. Gesham as he continues with today's word. When you set your soul like that, where you believe the miraculous is part of your life, where you believe that you are one with God's word, nothing, nothing will be impossible. Just two weeks ago, one of our members called me and said, our cousin is dead, lifeless. It was, you can take a seat. It was on, uh, it was on a Thursday just before Easter. Then I was walking when I received that text and the Holy Ghost said, I'm not asking you to go and pray. I'm asking you to resurrect her. Then I said, wow. So I, I, I called. I said, I need to talk to the person and bring, bring the phone next to the dead body. I'm not going to pray. I'm going to resurrect her. So they, were, they, were, they had no words. They've never heard any words like that. But that's what the Holy Spirit told me. So, so I said to the family, it's a resurrection time. Stop crying. Thank God they believed. And I believed with everything in me. I mean, this is like two weeks ago, miracle. I prayed for that person. And it was Kay. He said, Kay, come back into your body. Kay was not responding. They said, no response. Then the Holy Spirit said, you can shut hell and you can also shut heaven. I said, really? Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. <clears throat> so I say, Kay, if you're not saved, you're not allowed to go to hell. And if you're saved, you're not allowed to go to heaven. It's not time yet. So you're coming back into your body now. In Jesus' name. Then the Holy Ghost said, enough, son. Don't add extra. She's now sleeping. So I told the family, I said, she's sleeping and she'll walk up in one hour. Give her room to sleep. They say, no pause. I said, I'm saying she's sleeping. One hour later, I received a phone call. She's awake. 
She's saying she, she's tired and hungry. She needs to eat something. Hallelujah. Give God a praise. Thank God for the two weeks ago miracle, but it's not enough. I'm believing God in a harvest church today in this place in Virginia. I'm believing God for the supernatural that God is going to do something wonderful in your life. You must understand that you are not under religion. You have a relationship with God. And that relationship is greater than any other relationship you can ever have in the world. And you must understand that God will never, never forsake you. God, you can take your seat. God is one with his word. And he wants you to become one with his word. You must understand that. But why miracles don't happen? Because you have wrong information about the miracles. Some of you think miracles is for sure. No. Miracles is life for somebody. It's not a joke. The family is losing somebody. And if the miraculous God did not intervene, she will be dead. This is how real the power of God is. You must understand that the same miraculous works the same thing even in your finances even in your family. You must understand that some of you, you think a miracle life is only on the Sunday. Every day is a miracle life. And you must listen to this. Some of you think tithing is only on Sunday. Every day is a tithing day. This tradition of just tithing on Sunday it's an enemy's trick for your finances. Every time God blesses you, you tithe. You can tithe on Monday. You can tithe on Tuesday. You can tithe on Wednesday. Some people only tithe monthly, but they make money weekly. Where did you get that type of teaching? God is watching your finances every day. You must make a covenant and relationship with God in the financial realm. And that's how you begin to possess the financial Unfortunately, Apostle Spell, Spells, most pastors, they think tithing is about them. No, it's about your members to be free. They're even afraid to talk about it. Oh, no, you're a minister. You have to minister to them. A minister means to meet the needs of your people. I do not have monthly miracle services. I have miracles every day. You have to understand that God has placed you in this house. You don't have to pray on Wednesday or Thursday. You have to pray for this house every day. You understand? And your pastor is not your pastor only on Sundays. Your pastor every day. Those are very important principles, by the way. Spiritual principles. That many churches are afraid to talk about it. You know one thing? 
I don't care. I talk about anything. <laughs> Thank God I'm in Hollywood where you can do, you can talk about anything. These guys I preached to in Hollywood, they were only church members when I was five years old. And after they grew in career, they thought church is so weak. Then I need to teach them principles about that. And I can tell you what made them not to come to church. It's a tradition. They didn't know that it's a lifestyle. If they knew it was a lifestyle, they would combine it in their craft. They would make it as part of their lifestyle into their movies, into their singing, because God has made you as a vessel of worship. When you give, you worship. When you come to church, you worship. When you look after your children, it's worship. When you greet your neighbor, it's worship to God. When you're kind to others, it's worship. It's a lifestyle. You are God's instrument. Every day, you are a vessel of God. So the way you carry yourself when you're out of this church, that's with more preaching than when you're seated on your pews. Once you understand that, it changes your life. This building is just a great building, but the church meets in the building. So when you come, you bring the church. You have to bring the church here. Amen? This is not the church. The church meets here. So go and win the lost and they become born again. They become the church and you should bring them to the church. Then that's where the church meets. So they come here and meet the church. The church is your neighbor. So I'm going to church. I'm going to see my neighbor. I'm going to church. I'm going to see my sister. Then when the man of God comes here, he speaks to the church. Because he has been appointed by the head of the church. These are spiritual protocols in the realm of the spirit. Now, I've had situation where I teach people the principles. These people would be giving like $20, very poor. They don't drive a good car and all that. I teach them principles. And they immediately they hit a million dollars. They start going for a church that is better than our church in the building. You find that now they become a, a member of your next door church because it has good stage, good lights, and good worship, and they have, you know, there's all these limb lights. They change where they want to go to worship. Then I would ask him why. He says, oh, now I, I drive a Falali, and most of the people, they are poor there. I said, but, but that's where you are brought. Then I, then I started theorizing one thing. You know, it's very important to face the truth. That people love good things, but they pretend that they don't like it. Before they didn't have any good things, they were comfortable. The moment they became to start driving good cars and having good money, they want to go to where there's good things. And then they get in trouble spiritually because they don't know the originality of the anointing. And that, was, that, that impacted their lives. Then they, they become judgmental there. This pastor is not as anointed as my previous pastor. What happens now? You know... Now they become like, let me tell you something. When God blesses you here like he's going to bless you, build this ministry. Yeah. Don't leave the building. Just develop the building. Yeah. 
what you don't like, you have the money, just tell the pastor and, and, and his beautiful wife and just say, look, I don't like this, but if you allow me, I want to make it better. Rather than saying, I want to go somewhere else. That is a mediocrity mentality. That's misinformation of your soul. I've seen this constantly, constantly, constantly. It's the same even in Hollywood. When they're not famous, when I groom them, when nobody knows them, I release the anointing for greatness, and they're in the big movie, before you know they're going to a bigger, mega church. And then they just show up on your, on your meeting maybe every six months, but they're in another place. Then I asked them, I said, oh, I feel more comfortable there. It's so classy. Other actors come there and all that. I said, why were you comfortable before you were nobody? Which means you have been walking in a line all this time in false humility that you don't want good things. You want to be humble. But yet, inside you, everything was screaming to become great. Then I tell them that, just tell me what we need to change. And we can cooperate. I, I want you to understand that your soul is a place of information. You must have a secure soul to know that God has put you into this ministry to build the ministry. There is what I call pastor abuse. A pastor, remember that I study, I spend 75% studying. I spend only five minutes, five, 5% in Hollywood, by the way. Only 5% in Hollywood. But most of the time I spend studying. Then this other time is writing books and, and whatever I feel like I need to fulfill. I want you to understand the word abuse comes from the word abnormal, from the normal. Now, pastor's abuse is when you're asking your pastor to go and evangelize. To, is the one to go and evangelize and win the souls. That's an abuse. The people supposed to evangelize, it's you. The, if the church is not growing, it's not the pastor's fault. It is your fault. The pastor's duty is to protect you in the spirit and pray for you and prepare the word what is best for you to be fed. Is to identify a need in the spirit that it can impact into you. Like Apostle Paul says, I'm coming to you to impart that which you are lacking in your faith. So the pastor, when he has time to intercede and meditate, he'll be able to see what you're lacking in your faith and you'll begin to impact it to you. Your duty is to go and evangelize and bring the people. The whole entire church, you should be all evangelists. Except your pastor. Your pastor should not be doing evangelism. So every church that has a pastor who is doing evangelism is pastor's abuse. Study the word pastor. The word pastor simply means shepherd. Feeding. But because there is misunderstanding, misinformation, that's why there is a lot of confusion. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to support the ministry and stay up to date with new episodes.